This podcast is part of the Big Heads Media Podcast Network. For more great podcasts, head over to BigHeadsMedia.com. Previously on TV Tuners. Wow, I can't believe we didn't come up with an order for this at all. Wow, it's the dad from Stuart Little. Which jar did you take out of how many? Broken roads are like broken people. These documents are addressed to a Kioran Jr.? <laughs> broken roads are like broken Jones. Document? And now, TV Tuners continues. television podcast for the true fanatics it's a weekly dive in the latest in tv news and reviews i'm your host swanson with me as always is my co-host and uh kindly state trooper stairmaster well sometimes there fellow you just have to make love to mother earth find that little man in the canoe you just need to drop your trowel and stick your dick in the dirt <laughs> make a little hole for your tribute to Mother Gaia. <laughs> um, and uh, with us this week, uh, aboard um, his sort of, like, I guess spaceship? I don't know how you want to describe this. Uh, with us this week aboard his spaceship is our long-haul trucker, uh, who's involved oh. in some serious kidnappings. Geo. <laughs> uh, yeah, what? I'm not sure which bit to respond to right now. Wait, what? <laughs> well, the first part, the first bit is the real part, which is that you have saved us from dying on the moon. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yes. That's <laughs> true. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, you come all this way across the solar system to save a couple motherfuckers from the moon, and they start coming at you with this long-haul trucker shit, man. Well, yeah, I don't know what the, the deal is with this, uh, this sort of vessel that you've saved us on, but yeah. we last... <laughs> Uh, last thing fans might recognize, and of course uh, we recognized before coming too, was that we were out of oxygen and dying mm-hmm. on the moon. And I hallucinated that the space police were a thing oh, that was, coming to get us. That was no That's hallucination, true, yeah. man. We barely made it out of there. Wow. In the back of oh. this Subaru Forester trans spaceship. <laughs> I did think it looked odd. I, I, uh, I don't think I've ever seen a Forester up close. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're not what you'd expect. Check out this cup holder. Whoa. Three cups? Wow, just like that one Star Wars game where you could fly the car through space. Pod racer? No, Rogue Squadron, like three. You could unlock the car and you could just shoot down with fighters in it. That was Rogue Squadron 1, my man. It was in there. There was some, like, 50s-ass car in there. Now, it's gotta be... I remember it having... Being from one of the GameCube ones. It was... 
could have been rehashed. Swanson, you gotta and Swanson. Oh, uh, young Swanson, get on the Google. Tell us if Rogue Squadron one young Swanson had uh, <laughs> had the car. Uh, I'm sorry, guys. All I typed in, uh, all I could type in in the Google machine was "my mother, the car," the long forgotten <laughs> '50s uh, series in which a mom is reincarnated as a car. Oh, but that sucks so hard. Is it what? Uh, sorry, a '60s tone? series. And um, and is it funny or is it sad? Uh, <laughs> hmm. you can I write think it was supposed show. to be a comedy. Did my but... mother the car put the metal to the pedal, or did it slam on the brake? Yes. <laughs> Find out this Christmas. <laughs> what it's... we're doing an episode on it now? No, we can't because it's not available anywhere. It's not oh, like it's, it's been. Not... <laughs> I think it's been gone. It's and sealed lost away. You'd have to time. break into some type of archive to pull that off and i don't think any of us are like able to climb a fence that well yeah you've got to break into like les moon les moonvez's crate over yeah. like casket over in uh over in cbs headquarters his like iron tomb yeah i mean like raiders of the lost ark yeah this old yeah. subaru got space all-wheel drive but it you know, can't do that oh yeah cars can't climb things they just roll around. If you got a low enough gear, you can climb almost anything. Yeah, he's got that locked away in the vault, and I think he's got the, uh, the I think it was CBS that had a 70s show about an orangutan who ran for pre- <laughs> uh, president. You gotta hit me oh, with the title. What's the title of that show? I don't, I don't remember the exact title, but I seem to remember it was called, like, something, it was either Mr. Chimps or something like <laughs> Washington <laughs> in the title. <laughs> Dude, are you not? You just remembering that? Chips. You're remembering the movie within The Simpsons, like I think. maybe Mr. Chips. I, mean, I, I think you'd named Mr. Chimps. For the I was. I, I, this wasn't a fever dream I had. There was a '70s show about an orangutan who was a politician. Wow, well, I feel like I'm in a fever dream right now. <laughs> What's it feel like? Bad. Oh, there's been good <laughs> fever. Neil Young wrote like three of his best songs in one fever dream. Uh, Try to have one of those like good vibes ones, bro. Mm. No. Maybe I will quit the podcast to pursue a music career. Maybe that's what you got the, the heart. universe is telling me. You got, yeah. You got the heart, kid. What are you going to do? All right, I've yeah, looked it up. Yeah, fuck off, Swanson. I'm done with you. Wait, <laughs> oh. hey. I'm going to make it a big record tower. Stairmaster, uh, can you play something for us? Uh. Whoa. Oh, baby, I know. Yeah. That was, uh, <laughs> mm. Okay. Yeah. Shit. There's a lot going on there. <laughs> I could see that doing something. Oh fuck you. <laughs> Guys, go on without me. Just keep doing the show. Oh, uh, the episode. <laughs> well, I guess we don't have a guest anymore. Hey, look. If you like what you're listening to so far. Why not consider subscribing? We're available on all of the podcatchers of your choice. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, uh, even on Amazon Music now. Wow, I'm Mr. Jeff Bezos. Yeah, you can get over there and tell Bezos to stick his bucks in the TV tuner's bucket. Hey, hey, (laughs) Jeff, stick them in the bucket. In the TV tuner's money hole. That's right. What's um, the shape of the hole? Uh, it's kind of circular, but it's sort of, you know, 
bending in towards the center there. Well, like, so you can, where where is where do you go to find? Is you know, is it like a how did, what's it look like when you're putting the money into it? There's like a wall. Okay, no, I got and you. it just says TV tunish money hold. You can't see what's on the other end. You just gotta stick your money in there. Mm-hmm. See what happens. And also, and this is. It's just underground, like literally. Yeah. Uh, yes, this is also underground. Also, there are three holes, and one of them is a milk a milk machine that will milk you dry. Is, is, is there like a really old dude by the three holes going like, yeah, you chose wisely. Yeah. <laughs> Want to have a little fun? Uh, those were my old dude vibes. I was going in a much more Indiana Jones direction. <laughs> We got uh, TV but, tuners, money holds. Hey, how long? How much money oh. do you think it would take to get that like TV stocks boy to be like, "Oh, put your money in the TV tuners hold now." Fifty <laughs> percent. Uh, are you talking about uh, what's his last name? Uh, Who are you talking about? Kramer, Michael, yeah. like Jim yeah. Kramer or something? Whatever his name is, Kramer from Seinfeld. Yeah, has he ever been convicted? Of insider trading, maybe that's not what this podcast is about. But. No, because he's rich. <laughs> he's already pre-existing rich. Any show like that is so suspect. Like, who would be watching that show and being like, "Thanks, Larry. Thanks for giving me the unbiased information on where to invest my money." <laughs> Who's taking yeah, their of course, it's all scam. <laughs> Who's getting their takes from here, man? Nah, I'm assuming stock people. But hey, Did I'm not a stock Obama watch a show. Obama did did he watch Big Sky? No, no. Uh, I'm money. a big what? fan of John Carroll Lynch. Oh, hey Obama, what do you, what do you think? What did you think about the TV Tuners 100 special? Uh, I was uh, good at very disappointed. Ooh, there's uh two of us. <laughs> well, are you falling apart like late uh, career Abraham Lincoln? <laughs> uh oh, my uh clone from the Mars teleportation experiment. Wait, is it one of the teleporter machines where they really just like... Yes. Oh. That is correct. I was not actually teleported. Oh. My atoms were just duplicated at the destination. Oh, dude, do you like Christopher Nolan movies? (laughs) I came here to uh, usurp Biden. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm a clone. I technically can run for another two terms. Two more terms. We're going to get moderately better healthcare. Hey, Biden, (laughs) play that organ. Uh, healthcare will become cheaper, but but the service will remain the same. You think Barack Obama ever played Sega Dreamcast? No. Really? I don't even... What are your like, the last video game he probably played was, like, Pac-Man or Donkey Kong. You don't think he played Skate 2? Skate 2 was dope. No, no. Uh, yeah, so if you also want to have, uh, have a more personal conversation with us, we're available on Twitter. At TV yes. Tuners. Uh, there's tons of great TV content over there. Stop on in and take a look. Or you can use the hashtag TV Tuners and we'll give a glance at what you're saying. Yes. And uh, I guess that means it's time for the Tweet of the Week. Yes, this Tweet of the Week comes from In Throat Heat Thrust, who says, Oh, that lady friend traf- trifling as hell. Hashtag Big Sky. Hmm. So I'm assuming they're talking about uh, sort of the opening moments of the show this week. Uh, yes, this was. I, this was. She's live tweeting her watching it. Right, and I'm assuming what what she's talking about in depth is uh, sort of the uh, 
truly odd decision to introduce two characters via their um, appeal to a man. <laughs> Later on, she tweets, man just called his wife mother? <laughs> Man's, sorry. And then I feel no. like she got to a spoiler from the next episode. Let's hit him oh. with it. After the... Wait, mom's telling her son to go upstairs and masturbate because he looks tensed up. Exclamation mark. That sounds like something that the mom of yeah, the serial the truck killer boy. is. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's probably yeah, that's probably true. Who, has- that mother is playing like a totally different role than everyone else in the show. Oh, that mother is like the source of all evil. She needs to be put to death immediately. She's playing like she's in the room, and everyone else is trying to play it like some sort of serious <laughs> actual show. <laughs> Are they? Because is there a noteworthy performance in this show for you? Uh, she was noteworthy, I guess, in the sense that she was clearly just not in the same yeah. show. What about you? Um, oh. Agreed. I don't know. None of these people I will remember when I'm on my deathbed. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Uh, anyway, I'm gonna have to. I'm going to have to tune in on this tweet just because uh, I like the idea of tri- using trifling. We should use trifling <laughs> more as a word. All right. Same. Yeah, tune in, same. Yeah, trifling. That's like Sewanee 13. All right. Congratulations on that tweet. Uh, real speed run on the tweet of the week. Yes. This week we're going to have rush to 20. Mm-hmm. Get this podcast done in 20 minutes. Got to work it up the 20 field. for 20. Play the short yeah. Yeah. Uh we gotta get all the segments down in the next 60 seconds. All right, go, go. All right. Uh, well, how about we uh, go ahead and move Faster. on to our email? <laughs> oh, our email? How are you guys getting emails on this thing? I don't even have Wi-Fi. Uh, well, we don't have... We haven't really checked the email, I guess, since we've been to the moon. But if you have any uh, quips, comments, questions, foresights, or otherwise, mm-hmm. you can send them to us at TV Tuners Podcast at gmail.com. What's that email? Uh, poo. <laughs> I was haunted by a ghost. What was that email, Stairmaster? TV Tuners Broadcast at gmail.com. That's right. Did you say yeah, Frogcast? Um, Perhaps. All right. Yeah, you can send us any of your emails. We'll read them aloud on the pod. You can write us a manifesto if you'd like. Sure, we'll read it aloud. As long as it doesn't implicate us in anything. We will be your intermediaries with the government when you begin negotiations. Yeah, the bad things happen to the intermediaries usually. Uh, depends. What they're delivering. Mm. Uh. Uh, well, you know, that's... Something to look forward to. So yeah, we'll uh, we'll look at those emails. We'll read them aloud, and you know we'll see if we have to uh, sort of make any hasty retreats from our current country of residence. Um, although I guess right now we are in space, so we don't really have a country of residence. Uh, this thing's registered to Wyoming. Oh, oh all right. You, you've been spending a lot of time in Wyoming, Gio. Yeah, just enough time to register a car. And- Take off into orbit. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, is it? Is this like a rental? Well, uh, well yeah. Um, no, I, I mean it's like a Craigslist thing. You didn't have a title, but you know, seemed legit. Nice, oh. nice enough guy. 
you know, he already did the space upgrade on it. You know, I got to get my buddies off the moon. What are you going to do? It not having a title makes way more sense why we left, why we ran away from those space cops real quick. Yeah, you know, man, I think that was more, I think they were, they didn't really know about me. I think they they had something coming for you guys. I didn't know I was going to get that air getting in there. Good thing this thing has space gear because I had to drop into something. Yeah, maybe we like encroached on some sort of unknown space treaty. Space flaw? Like torrenting anime? Yeah. Well, Stare is always constantly well, torrenting, or pirating the TV show we watched <laughs> last week. Remember oh, when yeah, you got that... Stairmaster a VPN for his birthday and he told you to go fuck yourself? Yeah. <laughs> That's what that happens. is such a classic meme. <laughs> to be fair, uh, anytime I've gotten Stairmaster a gift for his birthday, that has been the response. Yeah. What? Are, what do you think I'm gay? What, you think I'm going to accept a present from a man? (laughs) That's pretty sus. (laughs) With all that out of the way, uh, let's get to a segment that is uh, quickly becoming a fave among the crowds who listen to this podcast. I see crowds of people just gathering around listening to the latest episode. (laughs) And, uh, of course, I'm talking about The Rabble. Do you have uh, some sort of theme song to go with that, Gia? What's everybody saying about the TV show? Stairmaster's going to tell you. <laughs> it's true. I do tell people what I wow. think of yeah. the show. He tells but it, not me. As it as it is. Yes, for the uninitiated, the rabble is the segment here on the pod where we, uh, we give you a little taste before the main course later. It's a sort of an appetizer. We tell you what the uh, critics and uh, people on IMDb are saying about this mm-hmm. television show that we watched this week, which is Big Sky, uh, before we come back around and give you the official TV tuners consensus. Yes. Um, it's a very important yeah, part week, of the uh, scientific method of this podcast, in my understanding, right? That That's right. Yeah, it's uh, it's part of the formula. And uh, I we, we've got some doozies. Do you want me to start off this week? Uh, if you want, yes. All right. Uh, I have a 9 out of 10 review Ooh. from Ulysses TH20. <laughs> Yo! What? Is that like the most stoned Civil War enthusiast of all time or something? Maybe. Or he's been reading um, the novel Ulysses, <laughs> which might be worse. Is like TH French for four or something? Who knows? Uh, watch it yourself. Oh, that'd be funny. <laughs> the title reads, Watch it yourself. Don't pay attention. Don't pay too much mind to the negative comments. <laughs> mm. If you like murder mystery TV, as in Dateline, 48 Hours, etc., you uh. are going to like this show. The pilot looks like one of those murder mystery shows in live action programming. I call live action what it what it is, not the sci-fi fantasy stuff. That's live animation, technically. Like CSI, uh, etc. The whole production was well covered. Yes, the whole production. <laughs> Remember, many people are anti-many TV networks, actors, producers, and the list goes on and on. So no matter their justification, they are human. And that means prone to bias and worse. It is a good TV show. Good TV, good, by the way, is capitalized. Oh my god. It is a good TV show so far. Like I said, it is a good production all around. 
watch it if you like murder mystery TV or any TV shows regarding murder crimes. This is like Rocky addressing the Soviet politicians. It's so beautiful. Three out of nine found this helpful. So. This is like this person is tweeting like they make sales commissions on Big Sky and they're really bad at their job. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot going on with this one. I think my favorite is the uh, implication that I guess there are many anti there are many anti TV networks, actors, producers. No, there are many that are against TV Against small-time TV networks. There are the midst of that are there. Unless he's saying there, this is a coalition of like of villainous networks and actors and shit, which I, you know, I, I'll hear him out on that shit. I guess. Um. Yeah, I don't know. It's wild stuff, man. I, I uh, would not tune in on that review, though. I, I'm going to say long. that. Hey, listen, Stare, before you before you make your final justifications here, you know, they are human, and that means they're prone to bias and worse. You're right. Unlike us, who are perfect. That's true. And that's why we, we have a podcast. We're perfect angelic beings. Is that why you guys... Ret- Do not be afraid. Is that why you retreated to the moon so you could live your lives, like, in peace? Or were you just going there because weed's legal? Uh, well, <laughs> yes. weed is also legal in Denver, where we're currently situated. Not legal enough... <laughs> it I should be mandatory. Yeah, I guess it's fair. <laughs> Put in the water supply. Am I right? Actually, I guess yeah. the the most wild part about this review is the part where he says uh, they say sci-fi fantasy stuff is live animation. Uh, it's kind of true. Well, special. If you're effects. like a boomer who's mad about computer effects, then yes, that is true. I guess Ulysses th twenty must be some sort of boomer. That's not like know. an old person name. Wait, I mean, wait. are boomers using IMDb? I think they're the only people who do. No. You guys use it, like every like week. Like last on the week, show. we had that. We had that. We had that guy who claimed to be a veteran from Vietnam. Yeah, that's stolen valor, though. I think I don't think like millennials would think their opinions are so important when writing these reviews. It's got to be boomers. I mean, everyone uses IMDb for like actor actress lookup, but I don't think. 80% of people scroll down to read reviews. Yes, so only the biggest psychopaths. And for that, you need some serious lead poisoning. Yeah, I guess that's true. Yeah. Uh, right. Gio, yeah. Gio, you want to hit us with what you got? Oh, yeah, yeah. So uh, here I have from Rotten Tomatoes the top positive and the top negative critic review. Uh, we'll start with the okay. positive uh, from Ben Travers of IndieWire. A noted Ooh. Rotted Tomato top critic, judging by this uh, star thing on his name. Big Sky wants viewers to believe it's something new, something different, something great. After two hours, all those claims just seem like hot air, and we're still, <laughs> it's not even a good procedural? <laughs> Shit, wait. Damn. I don't know how to read Rotten Tomatoes scores. <laughs> Uh oh. Oh, you read okay. the negative one, I'm guessing? Yeah, it was green, but I think, you know, I thought, hey, green, that's one of those good colors. So. <laughs> uh, it's okay. I don't know how to read either. Yeah. Uh, it's not uh, even a procedural, though, right? No. It's not. I mean, it, it, it is listed no, on the Wikipedia page as a procedural. Yeah, that's what I thought it was. And I told my life we were, like, watching a procedural, and we did not watch a procedural, man. How can it be a procedural if it's not a different case each week? Yeah, that's what I thought. That's what you can't just have the procedure happen over one season. 
That's what I was thinking, but I don't know. Yeah, I, I guess that's the, I guess it's the definition of a procedural. I don't know. What is the definition of procedural? You guys are like. I guess it's just like it implies there's a procedure being followed each week. Like Doctor House would do a medical investigation. Yeah, that's usually what procedural dramas mean. Yes. Um, yeah. Maybe Law they're like order, solving a different persons raped yeah, each week. That's what I thought too, and this is definitely not that. Maybe they're solving other cases. I don't know. Yeah. I. I. Oh, no. I don't think there'd be enough for this to last a whole season unless they're going to go full Jeffrey Epstein on this human trafficking conspiracy that they bring up at the end. Uh, this is probably all season. I mean, there's. You, I don't think you have reason to attribute <laughs> too much positive to this show. It kind of sucks ass. Yeah. So. I would. Yeah, not I, be think Tra- I think Trav. I think Ben Travers here has the right idea. Yeah. Yeah, Ben Travers. Okay, so I guess I'll read a red one now for the uh, positive review. Hum. All right, here we go. Uh, Vern Gay from Newsday. <laughs> St- Stair- I think I've read one of this guy's reviews before because Stair still laughs at this name like he's five. It's, it's the guy's name, Stair. And I'll have you know that he is a top critic, according to Rotten uh, Tomatoes. All top right. gay. <laughs> Curveballs abound. The neon lights are flashing. The pages are turning. Where will this end up? Who knows? But with this excellent cast, sharp writing, and evocative locale, uh, Big Sky does an even better job of making us want to know. November nothing more evocative a locale than, uh, than Montana by way of Canada. <laughs> oh, you didn't know uh, they were in Montana? Like, after saying it like five times in the show, after shitty yeah. cops, like, if you didn't get by now, welcome to Montana. Like, the hardest big, the hardest dick state in the union. By the time John Carroll Lynch comes up on stage or onto the show, he's pretty much like every other word he's saying, like, welcome to Montana. <laughs> <laughs> like, he just got a weird, specific form of Tourette's. Yeah. This is how we do things here in Montana, of which I am a trooper of. Well, <laughs> yeah, this is clearly filmed in Canada. That's once and said. Yeah, I have no idea. I don't know. It looks. Does it? Look, I would not be able to tell this apart from Montana. I've been to Montana, so my opinion doesn't mean much. But it looks like Northern Rockies ish to me. It doesn't look. I like only know that it was filmed in Canada because it says it on the Wikipedia. I mean, Canada, Montana, uh, they they're like rubbing up, rubbing elbows, man. They're like Very yeah, they're running all the time. Yeah, yeah, I guess that's true. It's um, not like they shot this thing in like fucking El Paso or something, man. Is what I'm saying. That'd be fun. <laughs> so I don't know why this is classified as a procedural at all, uh, because yeah, this doesn't follow the definition of a procedural. Which is that it specifically refers to a genre of programs in which a problem is introduced, investigated, yes. and solved all within the same episode. Yes, which is oh. clearly not the case here because problems have just abounded. Like junkyard. Like yes. Um, so yeah, I don't. Uh, this is not a procedural Wikipedia. Get your shit together. Suck my dick. You can edit it, jackass. It's everybody's dictionary. Yeah, but then I have to, like, cite something to say, like, why it isn't a procedural, because ABC probably said, like, this is our new procedural drama. Cite Stairmaster's blog. It'll take him two weeks to figure it out. In the meantime, you get the hell out of here. You get the hell out of here and you start over. <laughs> It'll take Wikipedia two weeks to figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm but fine yeah. with being used as a source. <laughs> Stare, you're uh, you're last up, buddy. Oh, okay. Bring us so home this strong. Review, this review comes from user MJ Sherison, who writes, "Um, so you advertise a new series with the big draw being Ryan Philippe, and put him on the cover picture, then." Put a bullet in its brain at the end of the first episode? WTH! Who's Ryan Phillips? disappointment. He's a conventionally attractive white guy. Who gets murdered at the end. I won't be watching the rest because the center of all the storylines and the reason I tuned in is gone. (laughs) You were misled. And Ryan, what were you thinking taking that one episode role? You're better than that. You guys ever feel like people watch TV for different reasons than you do? Yeah, uh, every time we do this segment. <laughs> the TV um, tutors are noble and true in their viewing. I just like, uh, what? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All I, right. I feel for this uh, person, you know, that's a bummer. Um, I don't see how. Oh, it, there's. Yeah. Yeah. That's a four out of 10, by the way. And one out of nine people found that helpful. Whoa, who's that one? She she really saved somebody's fucking day. <laughs> She's got a sock puppet account, I think. Or yeah, I can't like, believe yeah. the the character who hadn't... Uh, I guess you can call him a character. I mean, really what he was was a plot device. Yeah. yeah. All he oh. did was have sex off screen and ruin well, his family. They didn't even introduce him for like a good third of the running. You know? I don't think he was yeah. presented yes. as a main character. Yeah, oh, also she wrote a review for Cabin in the Woods. Narration ruined this movie. Cabin in the Woods? Was there? Yeah, I do not remember there being narration Maybe in that she film. meant like the meta-narrative upon the greater horror genre. Like that, it's... I only up. lasted 45 minutes. I just couldn't last handle any more of the stupid narration. <laughs> they literally narrate the exact thing you're watching. I was hoping for a horror thriller. This was ruined by the non-stop narrating. That's what Swanson said. Did she have, like, closed <laughs> captions on? <laughs> or, like, uh, oh that Netflix, like, narrator guy? Oh, who tell, God. Like, who the tells, guy. like, blind people what's happening? Mayor Rudy Giuliani stands up and claps. <laughs> yeah, like... <laughs> the crowd loves it. Oh, Hair dye falls from his ear. <laughs> yeah, like... Because <laughs> I, I don't remember any narration in the movie Cabin in the Woods. Yeah, what the? And three out of five users found this review helpful. Hey, so apparently <laughs> there are other people hearing narration right. in that movie. Do they mean maybe the this is like a paranormal guys? Thing? Oh, maybe they like scratch their DVD with a cigarette and now it just plays with the commentary track on and they can't do anything about oh it. Oh my god. <laughs> I would not be surprised if that was a running theme among the IMDb <laughs> demo. Marvelous. <laughs> what narration? I'm telling you, they're, they're I don't commenting understand upon human the narration on the genre of horror itself. They're saying the show is uh, pretentious Akarian flight into masturbatory, you know, shit, I forgot how to land this sentence. Whatever. Yeah, That's it. my entire bit on this pod, so don't worry about it. All right, dude. Want me to like wake you up when we're done? No. All right, man. I'll just uh, I'm... I'll just tuck you in, okay? Oh, okay. All right, night, bud. Right, we can handle it. Don't worry. All right, I'm closing my eyes now. All right, see ya. <laughs> hey, Thank stare. Thank you for waking stare up. <laughs> <Huh>? <laughs> Hit him with that. 
That's all you got. So you got to wake Stare up. You got to hit him with that Yu Yu Hakusho. Uh, yeah, I was gonna check his wallet first, but like that, that's good too. No, don't worry, I already got that. Yeah. All right. All right well, so that's, uh, that's, that's it for rabble. the that's that's a rabble <laughs> on the rabble. Uh, I love so uh, let's <laughs> so let's uh, let's move on to uh, the news, huh? I guess. Well, yeah. That's what you want to do next. Uh, video game adaptations have always sort of had a uh, rough go of things in the in the world of live action mediums. I think The Witcher uh, was a success. It's true, although that was a tune out from us. Well, I don't give a shit. I haven't seen it. And the video game kind of sucks. Come on, my friend. Uh, but there's a new there's a new show in town. Uh, according to HBO, which has recently greenlit a po- popular video game series, The Last of Us, into a TV show. Oh, yeah, they everyone's favorite bottle chucking simulator. Right, they got that dude from uh, Breaking Bad. They're calling it The Last of Gus. <laughs> <That's>... <laughs> okay, uh, I'm on board. Yeah, I would watch that. It's just Gus in a, a wasteland, just sort of trying to stay Crouch organized. Crouch walking everywhere. Yeah. Picking guitar. It's all right. And murdering people by the dozens, but only one person really counts at the end. Is that murder? Would... I guess it is. That's yeah, a, it's a bit ludicrous. Yeah, but is is it if it's war? Is it murder? I guess. <laughs> uh... Makes you think, bro. You ever read Cormac McCarthy's The Road? Books are sweet. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good book, though. You guys should read it. Keep your library. The Road, is sort of like a better version of The Last of Us. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But for being a video game version of The Road, The Last of Us was pretty freaking good. It was an yeah, enjoyable okay, game, yeah. dude. I had a good time with it. My like uh, wife even likes watching it. The Last of Us made a lot of people happy in the late <laughs> last years of the Obama. Yeah. You ever get in on that part two? Yeah. You get on that part two? Oh yeah. The yeah the first act is fucking incredible. It's so good. Like crawling through Seattle, it reminded me of Metal Gear Solid Three. But, like, the realization of what Metal Gear Solid 3 tried to be, like, crawling through the suburbs and shit in Seattle was incredible. But then after the first act, the game kind of got, like, way up its own ass and the writing got yes, really Yeah, so that's bad. what I heard as well. But that first act, dude, it's 16, it's going to be 16 hours, just that first act. It's, like, Metal Gear Solid fucking 3. The, the game's worth it for that alone, so, like, how much can you hate it, you know what I mean? And it's got its moments, but, yeah, the whole second act was kind of a dumpster fire, IMO. Makes sense. Yeah, but, man, well, it's a good video game. In uh, in news that might make Stairmaster's ears perk up, uh, Chernobyl's Craig Mazin uh, wow. will be the producer behind the scenes. This the showrunner, as it were, that will write the series and work alongside the creative director uh, of the games, Neil Druckmann. Druckmann, <laughs> I don't know if I'm just going to watch something because his name is on it. Well, yeah, because also it should be oh, noted no. that Craig Mazin is the dude who made Scary Movie Four. So Chernobyl <laughs> might just be an outlier. Yeah. Yeah. By and large, video games are not like aspirational works of storytelling. You know, they're already yeah. a lot of times even their best accomplishments are unfortunately derivative. So which is probably why adaptations are so uh, nothing usually. Oh, you know what everyone forgets about The Last of Us, dude? It's like they just stole Ellen Page and didn't give her a dime. Oh, yeah. And that was the year Beyond Two Souls came out too. But like the Ellie character, Where, yeah, the Ellie character, it's like a hundred percent Ellen Page, or at least back then. 
Yeah. Yes, you remember? And she was huge yes, back I then. Yes, I remember that. Yeah. But I, but it was kind of shattered because the Last of Us guy made nude models of, uh, not not Last of Us, no, the, the Beyond Two yeah, Souls the Beyond, yeah. made a nude model of Adam Page. And that was hugely controversial. Yeah, that's yeah. that studio had all sorts of fucked up shit. If I yeah, remember, yeah, that creepy French guy in charge of it. Yeah, dude, that was good vibes. That was good vibes. Last of Us over here, and you go bad vibes. Beyond Two Souls, but that game sucked. You know what I mean? It was a really bad game. The <laughs> ending was choose which boy you like. Upsetting overall <laughs> from a guy that actually enjoyed Heavy Rain. Yeah. Uh, looking it up, some things that uh, this Craig Mazin guy has worked on. This Craig uh, figure. Scrag- scary Movie 4. Total Craighead. Superhero Movie. Ah. Uh-huh. The Hangover Part 2. Oh, alright. <laughs> the Hangover Part 3. Oh. Alright. The Huntsman Winter's War. Ugh. And uh, he's apparently working on a screenplay for Borderlands. Oh, God. Kill me now. So, who was that guy who made the depressing corporate cash, like, video game adaptations like 10 15 years ago maybe he was uh, you bull yeah so is he the new you bull maybe i don't maybe. know i guess it will remain to be seen because he's working on two in a row for better for worse, i don't think he's be- i don't think he'd beaten up any famous internet figures in a boxing match but did you not yet but maybe him and jake paul are gonna go at it later who'd he fight uh, you both beat the shit out of uh, something awful's founder, Lotex, a.k.a. Richard Kayanka. Like in real life? That's something that happened? Yeah, they had a boxing match and he basically had to go to the hospital afterwards. Were they both And as we learned they both in 2020, boxers? was much deserved. Yeah. Were they bo- no, you both was like a hobbyist boxer while Lotex came in thinking it would just be a publicity stunt. Why would and he got his shit rocked. Who would walk into a boxing match like that? Uh, an idiot. What did he think? He beats his wife. Did he think he could tap out? Or... Uh, so I bet it's nice if he's a piece of shit to have that video of people yeah. beating the shit. And then you watch that and you're like, hey, maybe those movies were right. <laughs> now, Stairmaster, you have inside information on this. Did that video get a lot of replay recent, uh, in the past few months? I don't think there's a video of it. I think it's a photograph of his face in the hospital bed. Did, the, did that get any replay in the, the past year? <laughs> a little bit for reasons <laughs> yeah uh, but yeah it remains to be seen exactly what the uh, the last of us will entail I'm assuming it's going to just be a straight up adaptation uh, um, which is odd for when you're doing a show uh, uh, a show that is just such a direct the road. like the last of us is so story focused compared to most movies or video games rather. yeah but it's uh, it is the road broken down to a more like mainstream digestible kind of format. You know what I mean? Yeah. What if you got to kill people on the road? That'd be cool. Oh, you're talking about instead the show? Of just being ha- instead of just being happy about finding a Coca Cola bottle. I don't know. I never really get why anybody pays for license for like um, gray near future post apocalypse. You know what I mean? Because you can just no. I don't that. think Cormac McCarthy needed to pay for licensing to include Coca Cola in his. No, I just mean I don't Novel. get why this TV show is paying The Last of Us when it could just be. A Maybe bunch they of really people. want fungus zombies. Gross! Oh, like Super I, Mario Bros. movie. Gen Z loves it. Yeah, I think they. I think they're just ta- trying to tap into the gamer market. Oh yeah, are they? Do they got your dollar? No. Oh shit! I would never identify as a gamer. Capital G gamer. Hey, Stairmaster. <laughs> 
Sorry. Let's unzip Stairmaster's sweater slowly and... Uh, no thanks. It says Pro Gamer! Oh, no! (laughs) Whoa, wait a minute. He's putting on his hat backwards. Yo! Oh, he's got sick moves, too! (laughs) What's that? What's that on your hand, Stair? Is that a power glove? Yo, are you you playing a tech deck with that power glove and landing the tricks? Yeah, I can land the plane in Top Gun. You know you're a gamer, man. You know you're a gamer, man. Uh, Can't deny it. Capital G, lowercase r, gamer. Fatality branded (laughs) keyboard game. Lowercase r. (laughs) Thanks for clarifying. There's like a Mountain Dew commercial out there with someone passing a Mountain Dew to Stairmaster because that's how much of a gamer he is, dude. Yeah, he's he's so much of a gamer. He doesn't even drink regular Mountain Dew. He drinks Code Red exclusively. He drinks Live Wire. Dude, it was Code Red. Absolutely, it was Code Red. I saw it happen. Oh, I would. <laughs> hey, I gamer, would what's up? And he sw- he swivels <laughs> in his gamer chair while catching and opening the Mountain Dew in a smooth, singular motion. That makes me regret not getting into Mountain Dew as a teenager. It's wasted opportunity on my part. Wait, can you get into Mountain Dew? Like, you can get into Not now, I'm old and busted. It'll just make me fat. (laughs) I just get into Mountain Dew. You just drink it. You gotta do it. Like a lot of things, you gotta get into it while you're young. (laughs) I was a big fan of Mountain Dew throwback, but that was just because it was rare and hard to find. Yeah? I'm a big fan of, uh, I'll occasionally indulge in a Dew. And I like uh, I like the holiday brews that they got going around this time of year. Oh, the artisan craft Mountain Dews. <laughs> That's right. I love I love a good sort of indie in, indie Mountain Dew. Patch hey. Dew Ribbon. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. Dude. That's a good one. Hey, as long as we're talking vintage Dews, you guys remember like the 2005 like Pitch Black version two Dew that was like so sour a little you could, bit. like strip paint with it. <laughs> That, was, that scared me as a child, I think. Dude, that was the best one of all time, and they never brought it back because of people like you that were too scared of its truth. Well, I was in fifth... I was like 11. I, yeah. You probably should not get... Well, like, the guy at the Mount Dew, like lab looked up from his like closed-circuit monitoring of your classroom and was like, he doesn't <laughs> like it. Too sour. He's ter- not too sour. He's terrified of it. Dial it back before it's too late. And they never brought Pitch Black version 2 back, but they did go back to a new Pitch Black without calling it Pitch Black version 3. It's like a fucking government Area 51 experiment gone wrong, and they're trying to make it look like it never happened. Like this TV show. Except fucking good. (laughs) Yeah, so Last of Us does appear to be sort of a uh, a production from PlayStation Productions. The Sony-owned studio that's behind uh, the Ratchet & Clank movie and the upcoming Uncharted adaptation. Uh, I guess because I guess the guy who plays Spider Man is playing Nathan Drake or something. Uncharted movie tracks. You mean because Tobey Maguire? No, Tom Holland. Oh, oh, really? Who is I think still like underage? So yeah, it's very weird. Under- that he's I don't Nathan think Drake. Tom Holland could be Nathan Drake. You gotta have yeah. like a handsome Earl. Nathan Drake. You have to be like yeah. one in your mid twenties at least. Uh, he's been doing it for decades, man. That's like thirties. Kind of cast. You gotta be kind of seductive to be Nathan Drake. Unchar- yeah, that's Tom- not Tom Holland. Uncharted could be really good though, because there really is no modern Indiana Jones answer. So if they can make a good one of those, it could do okay for people. Yeah. Well, I don't know if you can do it with Tom Holland. Maybe get that guy who played Solo Han Solo in the Solo movie. He could probably do Nathan. Oh, you Drake. talk about Han Solo. Need to break. Yeah, let's just get the fictional character Han Solo play him. Yeah. Yeah. 
<laughs> Get Donald Glover to play Nathan Drake. Fuck it. Oh, hey, you guys, God, you guys no. open the hell. We'll be shot in the streets if that happens. <laughs> you like accidentally open a portal to hell trying to get Han Solo, the fictional character, to play Nathan Drake in this movie. Oh, no. And that's like how everything ends. And it's just the dumbest shit. <laughs> <laughs> and the only way to solve it is to you have to replace Han Solo with Shia LaBeouf. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone kind of said it was Stephen King's Ready Player One, but I think it was better than that. That was a good fucking story. Listen, you know what? I'm thinking about it right now after saying that. I, Shia LaBeouf clearly wasn't, shouldn't have been in Crystal Skull. Bad idea. Well, but I'll you know take... what? He actually might be able to play Nathan Drake at this moment in time. Wait, is this like <laughs> this is his, this is how he wins? Is this like this it's how he wins? It's been long enough that you can file like a Freedom of Information Act about the Indiana Jones Four movie, and you're like, I knew it all along. Yeah. <laughs> he was a bad. Cast. I just feel like. Now we've enough shit has gone down and enough has changed that Shia LaBeouf could just show up as Nathan Drake and make his big sort of Hollywood Come approved back. comeback. It's Robert Downey Jr. redemption arc. That was yeah. just a period of history where any big blockbuster summer movie like that would suck ass. Like say what you will about how shitty Marvel movies are, but they were better than Indiana Jones for all of them. That's yeah, that tracks. I don't think there's one that's that could be Quantified as worse. Could be worse, so it really makes you think about like who the real bad guy is. It's Stairmaster. Well, Disney again. owns both of those properties now, so I guess Disney is the real bad guy. All right. Yes. They don't own the Chicago Bears yet. Go Bears! Right. Yet. Yet is the operative word. Soon, the only there only be two sports teams in each franchise, and it'll be yeah. Google and Disney, and I guess Dude. Amazon. So three. What if Disney buys the Eagles, but then they take the Eagles to a bowl, and you're like, you actually fall in love with Disney? What if Disney buys the Eagles and then finds out it's not it's the sports team, not the music group? Oh, <laughs> dude, that if they buy, you need to see Bob Eisner throwing his cowboy hat to the ground and stomping it. I would say that they would have to take it easy if they do that. <laughs> <laughs> nice, dude. <laughs> uh, we like to have fun here. Yeah, yeah. And hey, you like, know who uh, who uh, else likes to have fun? Who? Dave Chappelle. Oh. oh. Yeah. That man possesses such a love of life. Yeah. Um, what he doesn't like to have fun with, though, is with people messing with money that he gets for his very popular show. Fair enough. It's his show. Yeah. Uh, apparently, Chappelle recently implored Netflix, of which he uh, has a very big deal with them, so they might be more inclined to listen to him. To remove his uh, Chappelle show from their streaming platform uh, only 24 days after it had been added to the streaming platform as a Ooh. big sort of advertisement hey, for oh, Dave's to get... stand-up specials. Hey, Swanson, you remember 23 days after they added it to Netflix when I bought like 500 uh, copies of Chappelle show DVD on eBay and you called me, what was it? A big fat dumb piece of shit? Well, it uh, looks that's like true. That was yeah, a bad right. idea. Yeah. Now I have the entire supply of Chappelle show. <laughs> I wonder if this is they're trying to get in nights with the Biden administration by shutting down David Chappelle. Expand on that. Uh, no, this He's was Chappelle's old and racist. This was Chappelle's request. <laughs> oh. <laughs> That's the extent of it. Sorry. Uh, no, apparently, according to Chappelle. Um, Netflix and HBO Max both have streaming rights to his uh, iconic show, Chappelle's show. Right. Um, Great show. But 
Uh, he due to due to a contract he signed way back at the beginning of the Chappelle show. He doesn't get any money from that. He sees zero compensation from uh, the the That's continued life. the continued goings on of the show, uh, and so he decided that uh, that's pretty fucked actually, and he would like yeah. to renegotiate that contract at some point. The show came out. Of, Happy wins. Yeah, they came out of time when like DVD seasons were barely even a thing. Like they didn't have any of that figured out. Yeah, no one was seeing streaming as a thing at the point when he yeah. signed that. Dude, when Chappelle was contemporary, he was probably. Like, by far the most, like, big and influential comedian of that year, too. Like, he defined yeah. everything. Like, that show was incredible. And well, yeah, after he left, yeah. all you, you remember all of those shitty Comedy Central shows that were, like, a solo comedian trying to do Dave Chappelle's shit? Oh, He was a yeah. singular figure, sort of like George Carlin, even if their di- styles were different. He not that. Yeah. His body of work is, like, even if it's just short, if you consider it short. Even though he has a wide body of work, he was even in that fucking Nicolas Cage movie where the diabetic dude's frying and he has to go flying on the plane. You guys feel me on that? What was that? Oh, Con, Con Air. Air. Yeah, yeah. Chappelle yeah, was in fucking Con Air, dude. He was everywhere. <laughs> Tell me I'm wrong about that. I'm not. Uh, I believe you. I believe you, yeah. But Con Air, I think, was before Chappelle's show. Well, it was, but it had to be. This is the golden spiral of things. That's true. Yes. But yeah, um, Viacom CBS apparently controls uh, Chappelle's show, and he has gotten uh, no no money, no input on any of the creative decisions. So that makes Chappelle not happy. Uh, so he mentioned it to Netflix, and because they want to keep that existing relationship of his stand-up specials that make, I assume, a lot of money for Netflix. Um, since he's the closest thing to a big name that they have. So, uh, they, uh, th- yeah. they decided to, to, to do him a solid and take the show down. It's nice to see rich people helping out rich people. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, class consciousness. Chappelle's apparently uh, willing to uh, work this out with Viacom CBS, um, giving them two options. Uh, he said, we can fight together and work this thing with Chappelle's show out, or I can just take it. Very bold ending, but all right. Anyway, yeah, so uh, rich people are squabbling and whatnot, so... You guys ever not take digital media seriously because you know it's a bunch of imaginary bullshit that's going to disappear in the blink of an eye, so you have, like, yeah. a bunch of DVDs and well, Blu-rays and shit? don't you get it? You know, everything in this life is impermanent. Yeah. Thanks, Stairmaster. I... Really value that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm sorry. It is true. <laughs> hey, guys. Uh, yeah, I went up to the mountain talked to Stairmaster. You're... You're not going to like what he had to say. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. uh, People hate it when I impart the original sin on them, the knowledge of their own mortality. No, dude, they they hate it. Feebleness. They hate it because you always cut people off. They're cool with the whole sin thing, but you talk about it a bit more. (laughs) All right, I will never talk again. All right, I see will ya. be like the moon uh, 90, on this podcast. Ninety night, we have it from here. It's okay. Ninety night. Okay. Good night. Good night. He's so nice. Do I need to sing? Do I need to sing the part again? Not check his fucking wall this time, dipshit. Huh? 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 Yo, nice pants, dude. Yeah, Swans is just pants shopping. You know, checking out your pants. He's in the oh, mood okay. for some pants himself. You know, he's got uh, just typical bro stuff. Yeah. What is this? Yeah, he's, like a, she was wrong. He's know. got a he's got a bread dildo in here. 
Lots of bread. That's for the TV tuner's money hole. Lots of bread dildo. Is that when you buy the Jimmy yeah, what John? Is, a bread dildo? is that the Jimmy John's loaf from yesterday for fifty cents? I think it's pretty self-explanatory. Uh, is it just like shaped like bread, or it's well, no, it's bread that is shaped like a dildo. Oh, that's awful. What do you do? <laughs> what do you do first with it? Uh, well, you know, my mom used to. My mom got in trouble. She used to be a nurse at a retirement home. Yeah. And her, and my dad was out on like some business trip. Yeah, and she made a joke about it. She was at the garden with the old people, and she picked up this huge zucchini and just like, by the way, my husband's out of town. Well, just something she was gesturing to it, and it was very. Apparently, that was out of line, so she got suspended for a couple days. I got to tell you, Stare. <laughs> I thought it was funny. It's bold and brave to bring up a story about your own mother when dildos are the subject of conversation. <laughs> I'm fearless right now. Just like Pink yeah. Floyd, dude. I'm Just merciless. Like Pink Floyd. I'm in. He knows the tracks. Oh, Pink Floyd was very afraid. No, they had that track, Fearless. It, it, it hits. Oh. Hit. That's a Barrett track, bro. I think. No, it's metal. We were just fucking talking about metal. I thought Fearless was from the wall. Nah, dude. It's right. it's way early. It's got the soccer chanting in it. Oh, oh yeah. That's from, uh, that's early that's from metal. Yeah, exactly, that's bro. Metal. What did that tell Swanson, rewind that tape. <laughs> what are the tapes? Uh, yeah, man, that was metal or some shit, man. I'm telling you. See, that was me. I said it. Oh, I, th- <laughs> I thought you said metal. Swanson, um, stop the tapes. Swanson, you go too fast. What? Don't fast forward, Swanson. <laughs> All right, well, that's been the show. <laughs> we got it. We did it first to 20. <laughs> uh, anyway, yeah, so two, rich, uh, two people with too much money were fighting over stuff, and I guess I kind of have to side with Dave Chappelle. I don't know. I gotta tell you, as a man... Swanson is cautious to support the black man. As a uh, man. More like I'm cautious to support the rich guy. Well, let me just tell you, I can't control what rich and powerful people do, but I can control how much I sell this Chappelle Show Season 2 DVD on eBay for. I think I'm gonna start at $23 free ship. When you think about it, maybe Geo has too much money now. What? You motherfuckers made fun of me for buying this DVD. You made fun of me. <laughs> My day has come. That's um, how that's how it happens. You know, you start out selling Chappelle Show DVDs. Next thing you know, you're in your McMansion. Hey, Geo stopped doing TV tuners with us, and he's been selling a lot of those Chappelle Show DVDs. Yeah. <laughs> You hate to see it when your friendships. This is like actually fail like that. This is the prologue to the Biggie Smalls track. Um, <laughs> shit, what's like that one? Am I gonna end you up like about, Biggie Smalls? You talking about Juicy? No, it's the one on Ready to Die that ends with assassins trying to get him, but he gets them. Oh shit, there's a red dot. Oh, that's that. ironic considering what happened. No, I'm saying there's parallels between <laughs> that track and what just happened. It'll come back to me. Gas keep going. I remember that track. Well, I guess Keo was assassinated. We never really investigated. I had to look it up. The track is Warning by Biggie Smalls. Oh, How we... perhaps he should have heeded that warning. Yeah. Rest in peace. Yeah, fucking shit, Stairmaster. Have some goddamn respect. <laughs> Didn't right. we joke about Courtney Love murdering Kurt Cobain last week, Swanson? I thought that wasn't Did a joke. Isn't that like, not a yeah, joke? Yeah, that probably is what happened, but some uh... people get mad if you insinuate it. I don't know if it's a what actually happened. It's about as what it's about as likely as to be what happened as Yoko Ono breaking up the Beatles. <laughs> I guess it's time for us to get to our uh, show this week, huh? 
Oh yes, also also set in outer space, big sky. <laughs> yeah, the the space of uh, the outer space of America, Montana, an alien planet with an alien race, people whose motives and behaviors we cannot understand uh, are baffled by. Well, you guys have literally week- been to the fucking moon, though. I mean, you're literally citizens of the moon, so. Uh, I was just making fun of the show's writing, GL. Man, it's weird that you're denigrating your own outer space people, is what I mean. Uh, uh, Can we really be called citizens? Yeah, can we really be called citizens of the moon? We were on there for a lot. We were there for like a few hours. (laughs) It's not like you're you're coming back from the moon, like, don't talk to me about the moon, man. You weren't there. Yeah. Well, true, you weren't there. You came in right at the end when we were passed out. And from what yeah. it looked like to me, you were citizens of the moon, and you said, judge not upon me these moon people. I said, dude, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Let's get out of here. The cops are showing up. Yeah. Well, that was the oxygen deprivation. We like to babble. No, that was back in Denver. Brains were dying. It's the altitude. Oh. Yeah. Was... This week, we take a dive into the world of broadcast <laughs> television once again. Um, and covering probably the only show that we're going to cover in the 2020 to 2021 broadcast season of TV, uh, Big Sky. Big Sky follows private detectives Casey Duell and Cody Hoyt, who join forces with Cody's estranged wife, ex-cop Jenny Hoyt, to search for two sisters who have been kidnapped by a truck driver on a remote highway in Montana. But when they discover that these are not the only girls who have disappeared in the area, they must race against the clock to stop a killer before another woman is taken. Yes. Did Big Sky leave you high, or did it give you some pie in the face? <laughs> <laughs> this is a strange dichotomy presented to me. <laughs> yeah, like a like a cream pie in the face, like an old school. Oh, that'd be very upsetting. That, that yeah. could be good though. That's, that's again, that's decided. No, by the that's context. a waste of perfectly good food. Yeah, but what if what if like uh, you know what if it was like you know you know what I'm saying? Well, no, we're not getting there. Save All it right. for save it for red tube. All right, then I, I go I go face pie. This show kind of sucked, kind of haunts big time. Yeah, this, this show is mystifying. A, this show is sort of just a giant pie into the face. This show reminds me of The Village. I feel like that's the show is so bad that that's a disservice to the notion of getting a pie to the face. Wait, hold on. Oh, wait. Sh- what, I, what was that show called, Swanson? The Village? I think uh, that's, that's right. That's a Shyamalan movie, dude. No, there might be. Stairmaster's talking about a uh, former episode of The Pod. Whoa. Uh, in which it was about a bunch of people who lived in um, Greenwich Village, maybe. Is that uh, one of those, and they introduce like fifty viewpoint characters in the first episode, who all have like sad, ba- who all have sad stories, just like this show. Yeah, yeah, that sounds familiar. I didn't, I heard the pod, but I did not see the TV show per usual. Uh, I don't know <laughs> if that show is still running. I don't think it is. But, uh, uh, I yep. assume they all died. Oh, it's the says, village. That it was says the name here. So after TV tuners cold dissed them, they were canned and had nothing left to live for. Uh, see citation citations Terramasters blog, yeah, wow. they never shame, recovered. Yeah, they never recovered, guys. Anyway, yeah, that show the uh, the village the village was canceled after one season. Okay, rest in peace. Wow, so that must have been like nine hundred regular episodes worth of regular television they covered. <laughs> yeah, probably so ten episodes. So that sounds about right. You guys ever like? Talk to a girl and be like, you know, no, I'm no big deal, but I got a TV show canceled before. 
<laughs> I, I'd be bragging about that all the time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, I'd, be, I'd just hang out at bars and tell people that. Swanson, it's not working for me. I keep telling them it, but it's not. So, uh, Big Sky, which I'm assuming is the name, is based something in Montana. Apparently, the show has been uh, accused of some cultural insensitivity because of uh, <laughs> yes. there's a disproportionately high rate of uh, murdered and missing indigenous women in the area, but there's not, a, no one's talking about that in this at all. There's no single that everyone in here is white. Well, there there are black characters in this, but they okay, have... yeah, but they're not. They're also not from these lands. No, uh, there's not an indigenous person in sight. It didn't seem like the show was written with respect to any one or any group. Very true. Yeah. Uh, so they right off the bat make a real weird choice. This oh, is yeah. that... this feels like a scene from like five episodes in. Yeah. Um. So we open up on this diner scene here, and uh, it's like the Eric Andre Seinfeld sketch. <laughs> so the lady just barges in. It's like you think I wouldn't find out? <laughs> well, that's not what I'm talking about. No, I think uh, I know what I'm talking about, about is that they mentioned the pandemic. Uh, oh yes, I didn't think that's in what in this passing line, and they didn't need to do that. Nothing in this show indicates that this is taking place in pandemic times at all. No one, no mask in sight in any of these. No yeah, one's... everyone's sucking and fucking. No, Swanson, yeah. no regard for the public. And yet, that's not the worst thing about the intro. The worst thing about the intro is it opens with expensive soundtrack pick by the Rolling Stones. And Oh, yeah. And then the fucking character walks on stage, and the first thing she says is, It's all over now! Because that was the Stones song. Because this show is constantly smacking you in the head with a board. With, like, how obvious yeah. everything is, man. Yeah, ABC or whatever did not respect its viewers. No, the pandemic uh, fun fact seemed like they just added it in post or dubbed it in or something. <laughs> fun fact here. Um, there's something going on with the TV landscape this year where creators are making, like, two, like, multiple shows in the same year. Uh, we had wow. this situation where um, the Office creator made two awful shows in the same year, Space Force and Upload. Uh, hey, we, had, we both watched those. Yeah, that's what I mean. Uh, Ryan Murphy made uh, Hollywood and Ratchet this year. Yeah, um, <laughs> And the creator of this show, Big Sky, made uh, another previous episode, The Undoing. What? Are you shaking me? What do you mean, the creator? The, he's creator and writer of both this episode and the episode we watched of The Undoing, which is wild because the they are so different. What's, what the fuck? What's The Undoing? Uh, it's the show where well, you can Nicole... to our last week's episode about no, it. No, two weeks ago. Two weeks ago. Uh, yeah, that was a long time ago. Man. What did we watch last week? We watched Moonbase <laughs> 8 last week. Oh, yeah, that was fun. Oh, that was a good app. Tune in on that. Yeah, that was a good That's episode. why we were on the moon. Yeah. yeah. That's how <laughs> that we got into sense. this mess. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I finished that. By the way, speaking of things I watched, it was good. Nice. Ooh. I feel like I feel like it hasn't reached its like Simpsons golden age of writing yet. It's kind of off, like season one. Oh, that's still high praise, though. Uh, maybe. I mean, it, because the praise contains the possibility of it hitting that crescendo, right? Yeah, but it probably won't. Yeah, but you're giving it that chance. We'll all die soon. Yeah, but that chance. But I've never seen. I've never oh. seen two shows written by the same creator that are so 
completely different. Oh, yeah, because in the undoing, the first episode, like, they just slowly set up the table. And here, they're just, like, Ip Man punching you in the face a hundred times over. Yeah. Um, While also, straddling you to the ground. Uh, if I haven't mentioned it before, uh, David E. Kelly, of course, famous creator of uh, popular mid-90s to early-aughts TV shows such as uh, Chicago Hope, Ally McBeal, Boston Legal. Yep, those young uh, Pope. Those were on TV. Yeah. Those were all on TV. Uh, Ally McBeal and Boston Legal, of course, being very popular for reasons. Because it was pre-streaming, so if Ally McBeal was on TV, you either take it or you do something better with your life. Yeah, and meanwhile, Chicago Hope audiences were like, Chicago, nope. Shit! <laughs> It's true. The kid still has it, dude. Fuck, look out. Chicago. But only after six years. <laughs> well, for, yeah, for six years, they were like, up. Chicago, yo. Well, <laughs> things went a lot slower back then. Oh, yeah? Until yeah. they got faster on their Chicago slope. Until they got smartphones and then their brains just got ADHD'd. Chicago slope. You gotta, you gotta land the O prime, though. Uh, no. Nope. Nope. <laughs> I mean, it's kind of a, it's kind of just going back to the same one, sort of doing like a a lazy rhyme there. But I'll go with it. Sort of like how we're coming back to Denver, and sort of a lazy side plot yes. line. Yeah, sort of uh, like how we're coming back to the recap of this program. Yeah, sort of like yeah. how the program itself is a recap of society. No, no, no. <laughs> what did you guys think of the idea here to uh, sort of write the two, uh, what we learn at the end of the episode are the lead characters as sort of bickering uh, females? Oh, <laughs> oh, you know how you could tell they were bickering? Because uh, uh, they the bickered? They were arguing with each other. <laughs> well, no. If you guys will spare me another soundtrack point out. Like when, we were, okay. when they were fighting in a bar because of a man... The soundtrack mm. was, gentlemen, if you would. Stand by your man. Stand by your man, because the show keeps hitting you in the fucking head with a board about everything, man. <laughs> yeah. Do you remember, um, it's also true when the music scene is playing where um, the inexplicable, completely pointless uh, car chase sequence. <laughs> oh, yeah. dude. Where um, in the, in the like music. Stephen King's duel. Yeah, the music that's playing in the truck is just like, I'm a man. Because I'm a man. Yeah, dude. Um, I want to read a note I actually wrote about that car sequence. Fucking low-budget-ass Arby's beef sandwich commercial-ass chase sequence. Mm, oh my god, can you yeah. imagine an Arby's commercial where someone's being chased by a real serial killer? <laughs> and then they feed, an, they feed him an Arby's sandwich. It would be yeah. shot better. Oh, wait, no, hold on. I got the idea for the commercial right here. Arby's, I hope you're listening. Okay? This is my pitch. Swanson Beef. All right, so this serial killer is tracking down this person, right? Yeah. Uh, uh-huh. And they're about to, like, stab him. Uh, and then they pull out an Arby's roast beef sandwich. Can't mm. go through. Too much meat. <laughs> oh, yeah, he defends him with a knife. Yeah. He blocks it. He's got, the, 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 there's too much meat in that sandwich. You can't yeah. cut that, baby. You guys should do consulting. Yeah, we should. We should be paid tons of money. I could see and then, like, like the, the big, like, pithy one-liner from the character before they take down the bad guy is, I've got the meats. <laughs> <laughs> How's he kill him, then? With the meats? Uh, I, yes. How's he yeah. taking down? Bludgeons him to death with the sandwich. Yeah. <laughs> it's too much protein. He'll never make it. 
And I want to go to Arby's now. No, it's really bad. Yeah, you're going to regret it when you it's actually really go there. Bad. They tried to make oh, that's gyros. that's the best kind of meal. They tried to make gyros, man. The hubris. The hubris. I had to try one. Oh, that is a that's The gyros are actually idea. fine there. Oh, that, yeah, and you've never fucking had a gyro in your life, then. I've had plenty of gyros. I'm just saying they're fine. Yeah, what do you call a gyro in Philadelphia, huh? A gyro of cheese. Stare, stare back me up on this regional sandwich beef. I just want to complain about how fast food has gotten worse over the years. It has. Well, they have to increase. Yeah, pretty much meat in it. You know, back in the 80s, McDonald's used to fry its fries and beef tallow, and it was delicious. Yeah, that was still the mid-90s. I think they were sued by a Muslim group. Oh. Yeah, because, yeah. No. (laughs) Ruin it for everybody. Am I right, folks? Uh, Fast food definitely getting worse, but it's because they have to find a way to expand profits, and how could you make a Little Caesars pizza any cheaper? Mm-hmm. Something's gotta give. <laughs> so yeah, um, these two are bickering over a man who doesn't show up until like fifteen minutes into the app, at right. least. Yeah, very late entrance. I didn't really take him. Um, it's not like he really stands out. He's yeah. pretty generic looking. Not presented uh, because, as a lead character at all. Because uh, as not. we learn at the end of the episode, he is sort of just a stand-in. Yeah, this guy gets fucking owned. Yeah. More on that later. Hey, um, but so yeah, the- he's. Sh- are the ladies both, are they all three of them detectives, or are the ladies just secretaries for him being a detective, or what? Um, I don't fucking know. He is an ex-cop. I... His wife is also, I guess, an ex-cop. We don't explore that at all. Um, and well, I... the lady yeah, that he is sleeping with scenes. is a private detective that he owns a detective agency with. Wait, yeah, I don't think they have any scenes outside of fighting over here. But the wife no. works there, too, it would seem. She has a desk and shit. No, this show is so is so horribly written that um, the cop has one. The cop has no scenes outside of trying to explain himself in the beginning with uh, the lady that he's sleeping with, and then has no scenes outside of having sex with the lady who is his ex-wife. You know the thing about that car scene, boys. If a Tesla got stuck in mud, an electric motor delivers pure torque with no delay due to the nature of being True. electric instead of gasoline. So I, you yes. would think it would take a real dipshit to get like a Tesla with a low-torque electric motor stuck in the mud. So what I'm saying here is the situation never happened. The cop dreamed him up as like a oh, psychotic break. made it up. Yeah, because he was... <laughs> it was an urban legend. Yeah, because he's like getting all this weird like sexual projection. projection. Oh, so you think this was just like... I think... He hit him up on Grinder. No, I'm... T- and they're doing some weird wa- roleplay? I'm saying it was a weird fantasy, like, fever dream of the co- Oh, of the so, so like Joker. Yeah, yeah. Except he's gay and he's imagining having gay sex. Yeah, it turns out there never was a Tesla. <laughs> the Tesla never hung out with him or whatever the fuck happened to Joker. <laughs> Maybe they do go there. Maybe they don't. Uh, but I will say that the, you, Gio brought up uh, what is my favorite scene in this entire episode here. And the sheer... Oh, yes. Insanity. Officer sexual harassment. Yeah. Uh, so he comes out, uh, John Carroll Lynch, uh, he shows up, he's like, hey, listen, uh, you, looks like you're stuck there, pal. Look, don't mind me, I'm just an unassuming person who's not at all a bad guy. And, um, did, were you buying this at all from the moment he showed up, or were you buying listen, that he was not a bad person? Listen here, partner, drive-in is a lot like lane pipe. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta have sex, listen, if you... I want you to fuck the ground with your car, boy. (laughs) 
Squeal uh, like a pig. I would absolutely believe that a cop would talk to somebody like that. Also, in 2020, if you're in the middle of the woods as a person of color all by yourself and a cop drives up to you, that's got to be terrifying. Yeah. Um, but I'm I'm saying, like, before even the interaction with his wife, did you catch, did you feel like there's something up with this dude? Well, I mean, he did talk about, he did immediately get casually, sexually forward with this man. So, yeah, so yes, exactly. Like, the writing is not, the writing wants you to think that he's a good guy, but everything he is talking about is just very ham-fisted. This dude's messed up. I feel like this was written by someone Joe Biden's age. You guys think the writers wanted you to like the cop character? Yes, because he's quirky. They did a yeah. bad job of but that. But he's also folksy. But also, they did like a real bad job a of shitty, that. He's clearly like a shitty husband, too. I thought they were painting him as like a weird psycho guy. Here's the thing. Here's a fun thing that they did a real bad job with doing anything of. The only yeah. two characters who get any semblance of what their family life is actually like are the two murderers. <laughs> and we get a good look here. Two murderers. Well, well, yeah, well, murder. I guess the other guy isn't a murderer, as we find out later, oh, although we're led to believe yeah. he is. Um, no, I, I, I understand. I thought I forgot your account. I forgot about the cop in the final sequence of the show and this fucking 70s Dallas TV show freeze frame the last three seconds of this guy's <laughs> dumbass fucking smile shooting somebody. You guys catch that? It was like, Bleh! the screen was like, <laughs> yeah, it was just his dumbass fucking face. And he's trying to look like he killed somebody, but the best he could do as an actor is just remember the time he had a painful dump or something. Like, oh. Uh. So Ronald Ronald Pergman is the name of this guy who is the long-haul trucker that is clearly unhinged from the moment we meet him. Oh, this is like yeah. falling down if if the mother wasn't afraid of Michael Douglas. Yeah, like I gotta give kudos to this mom because she is she's on something else in this. No, fuck this mom. She deserves uh, to be tried. Not at the, the mom, the actress. Oh, okay. The actress is on some other level, um, like in terms of what she, <laughs> what she's she is playing this oh. like she is in a B movie and she knows it and she is just saying everything with no like nuance or conviction whatsoever. Absolutely. Yeah, it's very Wachowian. And uh, if I may, there's like. A lot of dumbass obvious camera work in this sequence. Like, there's a solid, like, five-second hold on. Someone put the camera, like, in the dirt, pointed it up at his son, like, bleeding through an American flag, with the mom at the top of the stairs and the guy at the bottom of the stairs, like, off. Oh, yeah. my fucking God. This... Yeah. yeah. It's, it's like high school. Like, here's how you do it. Like, film flash shit. Like, but that's when I started to realize the show's actually, in a sort of postmodern way, like, deconstructing, like, Reaganistic values. And yet, it, this is liberal yeah. values, too, so I guess hmm. it's got, like, South Park. Well, this show um, has a lot well, has a is, huge problem with characters just coming right out and saying everything the moment that they're introduced. <laughs> the mom is immediately just like, "You don't make me proud, son. You're a piece of shit. Yeah, yeah. you should go kill yourself. Why you Why are you driving trucks? You could be a doctor." <laughs> Or a truck doctor. I really thought that this kid was going to murder him, her in the first scene. No, they're going to save that for like the end of the season, probably. Oh, uh, yeah. He's going to Norman Bates it real hard. He's going to be like Homelander. Oh, sure. <laughs> this guy looks to you guys like the Tom Hanks' son who was in Fargo. He looks a little bit like Jesse Plemons, but skinny. Yeah, he looks like a He looks like ass. if someone... Yeah, he looks like a combo of the two for me, I guess. Yeah. 
Oh, the perfect warrior. <laughs> yeah. Apparently he was in uh, both Jarhead and The Hurt Locker. So apparently he was really what? in the, wow. those, those late aughts war movies. That's quite the duology. Wow, he's got to be pretty old then if he was in Jarhead and Hurt Locker. Uh, let's see. He is 45. Wow. Cut to this guy. He's at a truck stop. And in broad daylight, I guess, is when the, the sex workers get to work on the truck stops. <laughs> At broad daylight. Yeah, these, this one, the prostitute we get introduced to, what's her deal? Why did she not, like... Eh. I'm so confused. <laughs> that does so not she, seem like how prostitution should be conducted. In no money scenario. is exchanged. Uh, yes. And she is already in the truck. Oh. And letting him touch her. Yeah. And these the, these boots are made for walking, a song about being a prostitute. Comes uh, on when the prostitute comes onto the scene as well. Sorry, I had to catch the sound. Oh, right yeah. There. And then they, of course, because the show is written by a five-year-old, have a conversation about uh, just, you know, oh, yeah. some, some people don't, hey, don't let anybody tell you what you can do. This man talking like George from Mice and Man, and she's just like, oh, that's sweet. Yeah. <laughs> Instead of getting the fuck out of there. Yeah. Um, it, like, lady, you don't have to stay there. No money was exchanged ever. Um, and this, it's so... Read the room. Uh, it's actually... So he... Yeah. I don't get this at all. So this guy is, I guess, some sort of unstoppable villain because he has a taser. That's it? A taser that, by the way, he has to be close to you to use. Well, see, I mean, he's an ambush warrior. He's like a trapdoor spider. He's a fucking coward. Is he's he? He's like a coward, man. He's, he's just no. coward, like preying upon vulnerable. He's like a, yeah, he's like a garbage, he's bad at everything that he's showcased to do in this. The only reason that he <laughs> manages to uh, secure these three ladies is because a car breaks down and then that they had a real piss poor idea on how to gang up on someone. Yeah, kick him in the shanks, <laughs> kick him in the nuts, get the fuck out of there. Not to, yeah. that's just, I think the general. Not no, to, you gotta to win the anybody. fight. You gotta get that fair victory soon. Stairmaster, you can win whatever you want. Right. You can win whatever you want, Stair, but I'm kicking you in the nuts and I'm getting the fuck out of there. Peace. See you, man. Because <laughs> when the so, time has come um, to kick somebody in the nuts. Yeah, we'll double back on that ridiculous scene. But So he tases this lady, and then I guess we're su- supposed to believe that he murdered her because she's in, wrapped in plastic, which is something you do <laughs> after you've it's, murdered someone. It's so awful, man. No, she's cryogenically preserved. For I guess reasons, yeah, this um, actual, which yeah, yeah, the, it makes even less sense later. But it's clearly, uh, it's clearly a thing where it's supposed to throw you off the trail that it's actually he's a sex trafficker and not just and not a murderer. You know this actually, and it's so yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm gonna. This actually happens to a lot of people. Like these, this, these horrific acts of like violence and like rape and kidnapping happens all the fucking time. And the fact that this show is so fucking shitty, it's like a disservice and a disrespect to the actual horror happening in yes. reality, where this could actually. Like, That's this the is problem shit. with doing a sex trafficking storyline in a in a show where your idea of an opening was to have two ladies argue over a guy who doesn't show up for fifteen minutes. Yeah, it's yeah. it's fucking horrifying the actual situation. And watching that, yeah, watching that attempted escape, I felt like I was watching a bad episode, an exceptionally bad episode of Criminal Minds. It yes, like it just feels yeah. so much like that awful show. 
You know what it is there? They wanted to get the guy that did the battle scene in the two towers to do the battle scene. <laughs> but when they called him up, Peter in like a Marlon Brando way, he showed up way out of shape. No, I, not Peter oh. Jackson. I'm assuming Peter Jackson had like a lieutenant that was like just for that scene. I don't know. But it was shot like a it horrible kind of, fucking two towers battle. <laughs> it kind of marvels. It kind of boggles my mind that this guy David E. Kelly, uh, who wrote both this and The Undoing, like I mentioned, um, is sort of regarded as for his work in writing females in Ally McBeal because in both this and The Undoing, there are neither of the female characters have much to do. Uh. The only like the the closest thing to a ca- actual character in The Undoing was Hugh Grant. And in this, there's nothing. Because we don't get any backstory for any of these characters. We're introduced to Cody, who is the guy who dies at the end, who we're supposed to, I guess, believe is the lead. Uh, And then Cassie and Jenny are the two people who I guess are going to be the actual leads. We don't get any clues into what their lives are like, other than, I guess, Cassie has a son. We don't get any time spent there. Are you saying the... Yeah, how did that happen? I've seen the protagonist had fake is sort of like a Metal Gear Solid 2 Gojima-esque play on that. Yeah. That's pretty no, tough. That, this is, no, this is cool I'm saying David E. Kelly is bad at writing, and I don't know how he got a, a, a career that managed to last two uh, two to three decades. Because it's loud as shit, and nobody could miss it, so you could put it on TV across the room and people will get it. I don't know. It's so fucking loud. Every scene is 10 out of 10, extremely loud and fucking obvious, and like that is mass yeah, market TV. Fair. You can throw it across a room in like a dentist's fucking room and you're going to watch it or whatever the fuck. You know, it's like effective in a purely horrifying utilitarian way. Stairmaster, get me out of this monologue, please. Hi, how are you doing today? It's all right, bud. How are you doing? That's good. I'm good. That's all right. I'm, like I'm kind of sleepy. Oh, man, so. uh, the other weird thing that I noticed about this show, this is ABC's only drama of the year. <sighs> well, hmm. I wonder if there's a reason for that. Oh, is this like <laughs> primetime actual broadcast TV? This is on primetime broadcast TV. Wow. Yeah, someone at ABC approved of this. Yeah, They watched the same episode we did. Um, to give you sort of an indication of how far broadcast channels have come. Uh, the past two years on TV Tuners, by the way, we uh, around September to around November, we, do, we tried to do broadcast network TV shows. Uh, mm-hmm. To give you just an idea of how just in the past year... The broadcast networks have fallen. We and I mean, part of that's the pandemic, but like, we've talked. This is the only one we talked about in the last in this time frame. And like, part of that's the pandemic, but I also feel like, I don't know, man. Broadcast networks are just the death is being hastened by this. Russian piss. Yeah, like they're 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 they were already slowly dying, and now it's just getting like a little bit quicker thanks to some things. Out of their I control. They only have uh, sports broadcast and news for people who are used to watching news that way. Hmm. Uh, yeah, and also uh, reality TV shows because you can watch those live, and that's sure. still a thing that people like. You gotta watch the Bears. Um, that's true. Yeah, yeah. gotta watch the Bears uh, unless you're not in Chicago. So, hey Swanson, are you familiar with the concept of a void comp test? <laughs> oh. Uh, yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, I think this show could be used. Like, you could show this episode to an individual, and based on their reaction, you could probably scientifically determine whether or not they're an android. And whether or not they need to be killed immediately. Uh, that's This is why we didn't let Stairmaster write the test. 
He's not. Yes. <laughs> he kept pushing it yeah. a little far. He's not affiliated with the test. That's how you get money. That's how you get money for these projects. He's yeah. got a he's got we a real decker. We need funding, damn it. <laughs> he's got a real decker and blade runner mindset in terms of uh, he's we got real uh, Steve, one of them, Steve, the other one energy and Stairmaster. Yeah. Yeah. Wozniak and Jobs. Yeah. <laughs> so we get introduced to uh these two sisters who uh have a very tangential connection to our main characters in that her uh the Lady and uh, the ex-wife and Cody's son is one of their is dating one of them. I guess there's oh. nothing here in this subplot other than uh, it's oh my god. Listen, everything's connected. Hey. We're yeah. all like we're all like yeah bugs tied up in a spider web waiting to be devoured. What's gonna do? De- That's what the TV show is trying to tell What's us. What's gonna devour us, bro? Uh, big spider. What's yeah. the spider? Uh, like literally. So my favorite little nitpick on this part it's here, Bithrock, when it's introduced, they're singing uh, a Lizzo song, and um, they're singing the radio version of it, and then also censoring themselves. What's the song? Yeah, the yeah. white girl. There's a late. There's a part where Lizzo says bullshit, but because this is one on the radio and two on broadcast TV, all she says is bull. So they also only say bull. But if you're singing it in the car, I don't think you're censoring yourself. What if they're so sheltered they've only ever been exposed to the radio version of Lejeune tracks? Yes. I guess I'd believe that. That might be the case. Yeah. yeah. It's actually good. Yeah, it's actually good very helpless. You guys These notice, girls are both very helpless. Yeah. You guys notice where they were you, coming from? Where were they coming you from? Say it. Colorado. And like the show, uh, the show even goes to paint like, look at these dumb liberals from Colorado. They're not going to last in Montana. You know, the, the show has a lot of messages make, like Montana's going to make short work of them. <laughs> Swanson, dude, have you been there? Swanson. The mountains will grind them up. <laughs> and the mountains can be awful so, cool, though. That's for sure. So yeah, they um, eventually there's this fucking ridiculous scene. Where uh, they pull over the side of the road because of the check engine light, something no one has ever done in the history of mankind. No, you can't shot uh, to an auto zone. Like, so the check engine light immediately comes on, and this lady who um, isn't the the biggest bimbo. Yeah, she's written as if the the only character trait that we get from her is that she hot. And she's, she's the valley girl. It's all she says she's about herself. From the valley. Um, and so uh, she pulls over on the side of the road to check her check engine light. Um, mentions that there's like it comes on now and again because the car is hot. Uh, knows that the car runs hot and decides to get into a race with a truck that almost ran her over. Oh, but Swans and they're teenagers. They're living their best lives. Yeah, I guess. That's no. one way of putting it, even though the way she seems to be playing this scene is that she was full of unbridled rage. <laughs> well, yeah, she's a Karen in wait. <laughs> Wasn't that your album title? <laughs> yes. Um, so That's my Elton Chains cover band. It's this whole, Waite. it's this ridiculous scene where like this guy, this, this truck driver dude 
is trying is it's the murderous guy you know he's trying to outrace these ladies and he's not going to be he's not going to be outdone made inferior by some women um so they get away or whatever sort of um and i they guess don't. my question is how did he decide that was the way they went i think he... yeah i got nothing <laughs> Oh yeah, he's got. I guess maybe he's probably been doing this for a while. So, what do but, women like? Yellowstone National Park. It's wild to me that he already got one, and he was like, "You know what? Feeling a little good today." Honestly, these ladies just—they cross the line with me by racing me. Like you don't got to be a gambler. If if the choices they went literally nowhere or Yellowstone National Park, you can push your chips in on you know. Yellowstone National Park. That's probably where whoever. Yeah, you take sometimes. You know, you take your role and play the game. You know. Also, we forgot to mention these. Apparently, there's a highway accident that forces them off the road. Oh yeah. And apparently, the author is unaware of the existence of smartphones and GPS, (laughs) so they get directions over the cell phone. They don't even have a scene where they say we can't call anybody because they don't. We're in. The middle of nowhere. Oh, something. they do. It's actually a callback bit in the episode. It's like the when they were getting red road by that truck, they're like, "I got one bar. Now I got zero bars." And, oh no, they uh, say that. I mean, earlier when like the they are forced to go off of I ninety or whatever. I got you now. You don't want to get off I um, ninety. Because, like, presumably, if you are traveling from one state to another and you don't know where you're going, you're you're using GPS. Yeah. This is the, it's 2020 for God's sake. It's more fun when you don't though, but then also this shit is more likely to happen, so it's kind of a double-edged sword. Yeah. Um so yeah, the uh we get uh well, we we get some like milk toast sex scenes going on with the with Cody and his ex-wife. It's nothing. Um eventually the two girls get kidnapped and then their son who is there for just this one scene calls and is like, I'm real worried. And um, he's like, all right, well, I guess I'll go search for them for, and that's, that's, that happens. Um, so John Carroll Lynch is all, goes home. Uh, goes home and Jesus, this is the, he has a Mike Pence moment. <laughs> so as if you weren't already clued in that something's wrong with this dude, they have to hammer you over the head with it by having him call his wife mother. And then, as if that wasn't enough, they have to have the wife make it even more clear by saying, I don't like when you call me that. It weirds me out. But also, I want you to touch me more. Like, oh my god. So, she mentions just point blank, I need you to touch me more. And it's like, (laughs) what? The show's hitting you over the head with a bullet. Yeah, this was written by Joe Biden. (laughs) I need you to sniff me. Just give me a good sniff once in a while. So, um, the murderer <laughs> does a really piss poor taping job with these ladies. Yes, I guess he got they his. They break I, free like minutes after waking up. Yeah, I guess he got his duct tape from like the Dollar Tree or something because like he's really, real or he's just real bad at taping people up. I don't know. I guess he only had one plastic cover and he was like fresh out of those. It looks pretty suffocating. Because something about that plastic cover apparently keeps people unconscious for hours on end. Um, this whole so, done very poorly. <laughs> like, 
This whole shit doesn't make any goddamn sense. So he puts these ladies in the back of his truck. Okay, that makes, I guess, some semblance of sense. Loose, they dude, wake up. Mountain country. You cannot be in a truck like that loose in mountain country. They do concussions and shit. Like, yeah, they'd be f- just floating around. They'd be like, like on the vomit comet. Dude, if you got a yeah. box of CDs, you don't put them back there loose. Like, <laughs> none of it. Yeah, you'll have your Miles Davis all over the place. You'll have your I Miles Davis it. all over Wim- Willie Nelson. And then when Miles Davis plays Willie Nelson on that album, you don't know which one's which. I treat women like my favorite CDs. I tape them down for bumpy rides. <laughs> tape them? Yeah, that's what this guy does, apparently. Nobody, nobody's uh, talking about tape here, man. So they break free from their tape. I'm talking about tape because this tape job's bad. Alright. Oh. So they break free from the tape. Do you want to um, promote your tape job YouTube channel? Hey, Swans, I want a tape job. <laughs> wink, wink. Maybe later. Yeah, meet you down by the TV tuner's money hole. <laughs> they get to they they find this lady wrapped in plastic, and they're like, "I think she's dead." But it's clearly just a dumb thing to get you like that little that poorly made Ooh. jump scare where she's like, "Oh, I'm alive." So, problems you know, here. I don't know if you guys have these same problems, but she already she had to have she would have woken up by now, right? Probably. Like, there's no Seems way like that. Just... Seems like she just woke up because the script told her to. Yeah, like... Like, um, if and, she was unsecured in the back of that truck, she probably would be dead. If she, you know. Well, also true, yeah. Maybe that's what he's planning on, I don't know. But it sounds like a just bad like idea death, for his business model. Just like Death model. Proof, dude, just like Death Proof. Like, uh, yes, yeah, you've seen Death Proof, right? You know, you know. Yes. It had a good car in the second part. Yeah, unlike this, which has a truck... Trucks are cool, but not this truck. This is one Stephen King VHS-ass fucking truck. Yeah. So, uh, Q Unstoppable Villain, uh, who has his taser and is able to take down three ladies who have a very, apparently very poorly pl- thought-out plan of escape. Well, I think only one of them has been in a fight in her life. Which yeah, one? I guess it's fair. Um... <laughs> And they they all get recaptured, and I imagine this scenario is going to sort of continue for the next uh, however long the show runs, where every week we have to tune in on these women who are in very serious, very real danger, <laughs> and have to be like, oh, they almost got away. I guess I'll keep tuning in to find out it's, it's if very, something uh, happens to them. It's very tasteless, man. It's it's awful. Yeah. Um, Not great. So Cody ends up teaming up with uh, John Carroll Lynch's character, um, and so he notices he meant he makes a mention of twelve missing females that are in the area. So twelve women have gone missing, and no one has investigated yet. <laughs> like presumably these are n- they're not since this show seems to ignore the existence of indigenous people. They're talking exclusively about white women. Yeah, but it would all so twelve white women went missing and no one's investigated. Yeah, that doesn't that don't track for me. Because it would all be under the jurisdiction of the uh, corrupt state police department. I guess. I guess the I'm, the, implication the implication I'm getting show, is yeah. that this guy is the uh, that uh, officer Rick is the uh, the guy running the whole show. But I guess it, should, it makes more sense if it's the whole sort of state mm. troop operation, right? Well, he's probably the head of that. No, I think it's just him. <laughs> like, for the whole area. <laughs> yeah. According to the He's show. the only state trooper. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, anyway, talk about Sloppy, by the way. He has he mentions to Cody that he has a place that that this place that they're meeting in is a place that he uh, borrowed from a friend and is just sort of owns without all the paperwork. He, why didn't he oh, just yeah. kill him in there? He he murdered he murdered him in his own vehicle for no reason other than I'm assuming it's going to be found later and that's going to be like his downfall. What a dumb idea! Oh, I assume since he's in the car, it's easier to move his body around since he's in a car. Yeah, or you could stage someone there and make it look like they did it. Yeah, yeah, I guess it's fair. No, but yeah, you can put the car wherever you want. But uh, Stan and I are doing more work than the writers did, so I think your critique yeah. is still valid. Um, so yeah, the, yes. the whole big reveal is that John Carroll Lynch's character, the guy who said mother is a bad guy and, uh, yeah, he is dirty. And if we may, yeah. once again, the freeze frame ass fucking shot of him shooting him. Yeah. This show, uh, hoof, that's pretty much the end of this bad boy. So, uh, any final parting words on, on big sky? Oh, that's a big no. Yeah, I'll go. I'm uh, I'm really pissed at. Oh, okay. Oh, did I interrupt you? No, no, no. Okay, I just shocked. Why are you shocked? <laughs> Why are you shocked? Stare back. Stare like you're gonna get go. shocked about very uh, about very basic things. <laughs> you had to announce that you were gonna go. Yeah, I was clearing the runway, you son of a bitch, and you stepped right in front of it. It's clear. Yeah. <laughs> That's what's gonna happen to me. Oh yeah. Which reminds me, it's a shame I had to fix the engine when you guys were talking about Pink Floyd, because that was so much more fun than anything about this show. The show is like a fucking thing that says it's cheese, but then you read the label and it's actually like a polymer that's left over from like the Vietnam War or something. And you're like, this isn't even cheese, bro. And it's not even polymer. And you wonder why you're eating it. And it's because Swanson asked you to. And then you go to bed late. Yes. Tune out. Yeah, this is a this is a tune out of the highest order. This might listen. Stay tuned for the end of the year special because this might end up ma- making a big run. Ooh, uh, it's got big time <laughs> recency bias too. The show feels like you're awake at one a.m. and you can't get to sleep. Yeah, this is it's it's an awful show. Um, and like awful and in the way that it's written and directed and acted but also just awful in the subject matter that it chooses to deal in yes not one mention of hillary clinton (laughs) well maybe that's for the finale it's it's yeah man it's very it's just tasteless and it, it, it sort of discredits those who survive such fucking horrors and the ongoing horrific reality of like truck stop trafficking and shit like, isn't Ashton uh, Kutcher, like, working against that? Big ups to him. Big ups to that yes, guy. Yes, he is. Yeah, full Good fun. on that guy. Yeah, so that's the point of this. Fuck this show. But I guess go give Ashton Kutcher some money. See sure. Later. Tune See in later. on Ashton Kutcher. Yeah. Tune out on Big Sky. Well, and uh, that'll about be it. That'll about be it. <laughs> yep. <laughs> you stumble-ass motherfucker. That'll about be it for this episode of the <laughs> Yo, look show. Look out, he's going to trip. It's oh, me. I don't think we done finished the episode. Yeah. It's me, Montana Swanson. Montana Swanson. <laughs> How many and uh, we we're we're about climbing on up to the the hills of the Rockies. Yep, making our making our way down back to where we oughta came from. 
And I'm actually that fir- and I'm descending the Forester into Denver too. It's all happening very coincidentally and serendipitously. Yeah. Yes. And uh, that'll about do it for this week's episode of the show. And hey, listen, if you like this, but you have a specific topic maybe that you want us to talk about, well, hey, that's available uh, for uh, anything that you could potentially want us to talk about over at Buy Me a Coffee slash TV Tuners. You can make well, a donation. Uh, and we will uh, we'll talk about anything you want. <laughs> so you got spoilers on the first, uh, like the next special coming? No. Spo- oh. Give us a hint, motherfucker. It'll happen the before account. the end of the year. No, nope. it'll happen when Keo comes back. No, but like the hint on is it decided whatever? It will probably be not video girl. It'll probably be first. the end of the Bleach cast. What the fuck is that? Oh yeah, that too. That'll probably happen first. All right. Well, uh, we'll stay stay tuned for all that and more. Um, buy me a coffee slash TV tuners, and we'll see you guys uh, later. Bye. Night night. It's over. I found them. <laughs> oh no, too sleepy.